step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Welcome to Babbittville Radio, a place where you'll hear great conversations with the world's best and most inspirational runners, triathletes, and cyclists. Endurance lives here. Now, here's your host, USA Triathlon and Ironman Triathlon Hall of Famer, Bob Babbitt. Welcome to Babbittville Radio. My name is Bob Babbitt. We're brought to you by UCAN. Perform, work out, energize, sgenerationucan.com, by velofix.com, the world's coolest mobile bike shops, by our Challenged Athletes Foundation. We sent out 3,260 grants this past year, totaling. $4.8 million to keep challenged athletes in the game of life through sport. To help out, go to challengedathletes.org and check out any of our interviews on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Babbittville.com. As always, Endurance lives here. Our next guest, 2017 and 2018 Ironman World Champion and still holds the Ironman run course record at the World Championships, Mr. Patrick Lange. How you doing, Patrick? Hi, Bob. I'm very good. It's always great to be introduced uh, like that from you. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Thanks. Thanks for having me on the show. Well, always, always a pleasure. We go back. We go back a number of years to really those those a point in your career. I and mean, we people look at you as a two time Ironman world champion and, and breaking the course record and breaking the marathon record and but there was a point, and just not that many years ago, where you weren't sure if this was going to be your career that you might have to stop racing. That's true. That's true. So, um, yeah, at the the end of 2015, um, I uh, was working part time as a physical therapist, and um, I always wanted to make uh, that step to the to the professionals. I've been uh, three times German champion in duathlon racing. So I was always on the edge of um, being like a real-time pro. But um, at the end of 2015, uh, I had no sponsors at all. So I was, uh, I was about to quit everything. And I uh, was about to quit the sport because obviously you need sponsors. You need a little bit of money right. for racing and training camps and etc. cetera. And um, yeah, so... Uh, I've been going through, yeah, some some rough moments because all my sponsors I had for quit uh, because of yeah lacking results obviously, right. and um, then uh, I had the pleasure to start working with Cyrus Alzutan, the 2005 Ironman World Champion. He said to me, yeah, oh, "Come on, I I help you out in training." And I help you on the road to becoming an Ironman. So I always had that dream of being um, competitive in Ironman racing. I always dreamed about this magic race uh, in Kona. And he reached out. He, he gave me his hand and said, okay, I will help you. I, I help you find sponsors. And I, um, I help you get into that, that Ironman racing. And 
that was the chance I, I took. And um, from that second, uh, yeah, I, I believed in, in, in Ferris. I believed in the training we uh, we had done. And uh, after my first race at the Ironman Texas in 2016. Which you won. Which I won straight away. North American yeah. champion. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, it's, uh, yeah, obviously the, 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 the sponsor situations changed a little bit. And um, yeah, I was I was able to to chase my dream of of winning uh, the big one in Kona. So, what did Ferris bring to the table for you? I, I mean, one to to have a, a a German legend like Ferris who had won the Ironman and had been successful at that long distance racing. What did it mean to you to have him see something in you that maybe you didn't see in you? Hmm. At this point of time, maybe. Uh, the perfect situation was that he is a guy who is really straightforward. He always has a has a clear vision uh, or a, a clear view on on things that are going on. So he's even wider. Uh, uh, he, he, he is he's like a, a black and white guy. He, he, there's no nothing in between. So um, I think he gave me the direction, and I. Uh, I followed it. I was um, actually, um, yeah, not questioning the training because I thought, hey, this guy, he, he had won the race. Right. So he knows how the game works and he knows how, uh, how to be a top athlete. So it, I had complete belief in the training that we have done and I didn't look right and left um and it was just great to to follow and um to to have a lead by this great guy and um yeah obviously also the the moments where i was about to quit my career yeah uh i realized how much i really want this so uh i really um I really felt like that uh, at some point, maybe uh, if I have to to end my career, um, uh, that that something will be taken away from me, which I really love. So, um, as a, I just have been learned to be really grateful for for racing and for for just following my dream and um, being healthy and. Uh, I think that that also helped a lot just to be yeah a little bit uh kind of down to earth and 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 humble for for what 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 what's going on there Ex- exactly and w- like I said when you have a a guy who is a proven commodity if he if it wasn't Ferris who was giving you some of those workouts if it was somebody who had not been a champion you might have thought well I'm not quite sure you you might not have bought in all the way, but having a guy who'd been so successful, like you said, you weren't looking left or right. You just went straight ahead. So when you go to Kona in 2016 and break the run course record and run your way into third place, that must have reaffirmed, okay, Ferris really does know what he's talking about. (laughs) Yeah, not just just the results, you know. um, I mean, the results are just uh, the, the... top of the iceberg and um, I think 
the whole lead up, the whole um, uh, the, the build up, the 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 the, uh, the feelings for the uh, for the training, the the mental aspects of of the the whole year just played a massive role into that. And um, obviously, I was able to execute uh, a really really good race and. Um, I was I was surprised by my performance actually. I I did not uh I did not expect to run that fast. We we were thinking, okay, if I'm if I would be able to run a two forty six, um that would be a great result. If I could aim for top fifteen. Right. Um I'd be I'd be more than happy. But during that race I just felt so great and um uh, coming off the bike with, uh, uh, I don't know, more than 10 minutes, uh, behind the leader and then starting to pick up the other guys and, uh, all of a sudden see yourself in contention for, for maybe a top five or even a podium just set free so much energy. And, uh, I just felt like I was flying and, and you were, um, <laughs> you were flying. <laughs> Two thirty nine forty five. That's flying. You break the you break Mark Allen's run course record, and you get third place. How did that result change you, or change your life? Obviously, it brought some some safety in in all, all that. Um, uh, some security in terms of sponsorship. Exactly. Exactly. So. Um, I was just I, from the financial point because I I also got the help of Jan Sieberson yes. who uh, who has also uh, been involved for the sport for decades now and he he started to work as my manager so um, my whole life got uh, everything got a little bit more professional I was able to plan. Um, my uh my my life actually around the training and it it, yeah it it just helped to um uh to to fulfill this professional dream actually yeah so so then you come back after you know after the bronze in, in 2016 and you win in 2017 and break the course record right um just you know, break Craig Alexander's course record. So now you've had, you know, you go from from third and you win. And in terms of sponsorship, in terms of awareness, you're on a roll, right? And now, but now there's a target on your back. Now you're the champion. And did you feel that going into 2018? That it's not just when you go to Kona, but every race you go yeah. to, people are thinking, well, the guy who's going to win is here. This is Patrick Lange. He's a world champion. For sure, he's going to win this race. Did you feel pressure when you went to other races because you were wearing that crown? Yeah, I think there are two sides of the medal. Um, <laughs> one is, obviously, it's really motivating for you if you if you are allowed to wear number one and you go to the Bob Babbitt show before the race. Everything is really motivating. So it's, it's kind of cool to be in the spotlight. Uh, to get that attention and um it's 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 just cool to be honest yeah but 
as you say, on the on the flip side of the the metal, oh, uh, of course, you you are the hunted man. You uh, are the the uh, the person who also uh, has to lead the the bike group, for example, and uh, they they will let you do the work. <laughs> yes, they will. And, uh, <laughs> obviously, of course, if um, if you are the strong runner uh, in the pack, um, you you have to work for it if you want to win. So that's what I felt. So there's no hiding anymore. No. So you are exposed to uh, to let's say real racing, and actually I like it. So um, I like the, the 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 honesty of true racing, and I like to be in front, and I like to. Uh, put out my best so actually it, it just um, pulled out my best performance and I, I think uh okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, going into the race in 2018 uh, to the Ironman World Championship, uh, that there had been. Uh, so so much headwind from from my competitors, especially here in Germany. We have uh, three uh, former or reigning world champions, yep. um, and uh, of course, um, there is not always like the the biggest friendship going on. So um, <laughs> yeah, I think we... they also tried yeah tried the mental game and tried to um, to 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 kind of. A uh, little bit break my mind, but um, I was able to to manage that all quite well. And um, obviously, also Ferris played a big role in that to help me with uh, to, to 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 handle the the this pressure. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I think uh, the results show that uh, <laughs> I was able to handle it quite well. Yes, no, yeah. 2018, you shatter the course record. You go 752.38, and uh, you, you win. You uh, you propose to your girlfriend, Julia, and, I mean, it's like this fairy tale, fairy tale race. Uh, but we've seen oh, that. Yeah, yeah we've seen in that experience. T talk a little bit about that. You know, the You go from breaking the run course record in 2016, breaking the course record in 17, and then in 18 you you shatter the the course record. Those three years and in, in finishing and proposing, uh, just when you flash back to those moments, I bet you you're smiling. Oh, that's a big smile. I mean, it was a perfect day for for the whole team. Uh, it was not just course record. And the proposal, which is, I mean, it, it's amazing and makes me smile when I when I think about it now. Uh, but other than that, Jan Sivarsen, the the manager, also broke the swim course yes. in the age group race, which has been his biggest dream for I don't know, 15, maybe 20 years. He he was working to break this record, so it was the perfect day for us. It, It, everything fell in place and um, 
I, I think for the all in all for the team, it was uh, the happiest day in the life. So, uh, so heading right. into 2019, and I've seen this before when Craig Alexander won in 2008 and 2009. You know, Chris McCormick sort of mobilized Norman Stadler and mm. Ferris and all the rest of the guys. Said, "Listen, we have to attack." Craig on the bike. We have, uh, otherwise, if we don't attack him between Kawhi, Hai, Javi, and back, he's going to win his third in a row. We've got to work together so that doesn't happen. And mm. so for you, did you feel that? That it was almost like, okay, going into this race, everybody everybody wants to knock me off. Mm. Yes and no. Um, actually, of course, there was the pressure uh, that, I mean, that, that's normal. The normal pressure was there, obviously. But um, with Alistair Brownlee as a two-time Olympian champion um, and Jan Frodeno, who has won every race he signed up for, yep. um, actually the attention on me blurred out a little bit. So Good point, I think yeah. That, that helped because, I mean, these guys are uh, great athletes. And um, if, if you're obviously, they also, they, they got the, this attention, especially after my season was not, uh, not, a, not a really good one. <laughs> and um, so um, the, the pressure was high, but was not exceptional, super super um, strong to ha- uh, super hard to handle um, and I prepared for a fast swimming so I thought um, that the, the guys will will uh, attack me in the swim right so um, I prepared for that um, especially after uh, if, if I had a a weak spot in the 2018 race. It was definitely to swim. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I thought, okay, if they want to attack me, I bet they try to do it in, in the swim with uh, with Josh Amberger, Alice Brownlee, Jan. They, they, are also, they, they, they are just great swimmers. And um, so I prepared for that. And um, I think... <laughs> Uh, I showed that I you had a great swim. Can hang on, yeah, I had a great swim. I was really good prepared, and uh, yeah, the rest, um, yeah, went a little bit. <laughs> so, were you, you? Did you know that you were sick beforehand, or was it one of those things that sort of hit you on race day? No, no, um, I knew it before. So, actually. Um, after the bike check-in on the uh, on Friday, yeah, uh, I got home to the to the to the apartment and yeah. uh, I I just stretched a little bit and yeah did some some loosening up um, and mobility work and all all I can remember was okay lay down and uh, on on the on the floor and maybe close the eyes and chill out a little bit and <laughs> I slept for. Two and a half hours. Oh right? my God! <laughs> you lay down so, just to uh, stretch a little bit, and the next thing you know, you're you're out cold. Yes, and I was like, okay, uh, what was that? Huh? And you you blame it on 
uh, race day nervousness or mm-hmm. you uh, you had maybe uh, your body just needs a little bit of recovery more. And so I try to, you know, I try to not put too much attention on it. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, at, at, uh, when I when I got up for the race at three thirty, I just felt uh, I, I felt horrible. Um, my throat was uh, swollen. Um, I'm not sure. I did not measure the fever, but when I looked back, it, it, uh, but the, the body definitely felt like I had some fever, and uh, also the. Uh, the look of my wife when she when she saw me the the first time when we woke up uh, uh, said more than a thousand words. So we actually we know uh, or we knew it straight away that uh, something is is really wrong. But um, yeah, I want to give it a, sh- a shot. I thought that that uh, mm, that can't be true, you know. It's, sure. It's, it's the biggest day. I trained the whole year for it. So I thought, no way. I, I go out there and um, I just, I've tried to focus on the race. And um, it's, uh, yeah. Well, and you swam high. I mean, looking back, I don't yeah. know if it was the right or the wrong decision to, um, to, to start, uh, to race, to start. Uh, I just think that um, in the water, uh, I think that, that the water temperature um, did hold my body temperature down. So that that was, uh, I think, the reason to for me to uh, to go out and pull out a, a good performance in the swim. But as soon as I hit the, the Queen K Highway, I think with the rising temperatures, also my my body temperature uh, rose. So uh, uh, higher and higher, uh, so the fever came back, and um, I I had to make a decision because uh, um, obviously I, I felt that I don't have any, I didn't have any power, and um, then it, yeah I um, I got some like what is it called when we get dizzy and you have, oh, yeah. I had some, I said some little blackouts. And so I thought, okay, you, I have to make a call now because uh, this is about my, uh, my health. And if I want to do this sport for the next five or seven yes. years, uh, I think I have to make a, a tough decision now, but I have to make it. And um, I decided to pull out of the race because I think uh, health is always, um, the most important Absolutely. Uh, thing, and um, so, yeah, it was a it was a tough decision, but definitely the the right one. When you you see when you pulled out uh, the, later in the day, when you start to feel a, a little better, you start going, oh, maybe I shouldn't have pulled out. Or was it one of those things when you got back to the apartment, you were like, you know what, I'm uh, I I don't think I should have even started. Um, that as a uh, <laughs> when I got back to the apartment, I lay down and I slept for five hours. Straight. Oh my so, god! Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I was, I was done. Right. I was, I was done. I, I was really done. So I think all my energy that had been left in my body, I, uh, I pulled out. Um, 
for the the race until quite high and there was so absolutely no energy left and there's there was no um uh no arguing no second guessing myself yeah. yeah no 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 not at all that uh, it was the right decision and i, I um yeah yeah it's funny because I, I remember interviewing sebastian keenley during that week and he had a great line about the, you know the hard part about this race is there's a thin line between being fit and being effed Right. Yeah. <laughs> so like you're on that ragged red light because you're as fit as you're going to be all year, but you're also this close to being sick and being over the oh, edge. Yeah. And you were, definitely. you were, you were effed. You were on the other side of that line. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, that's true. And, um, yeah, obviously our immune system is, uh, is on the limit. Um, you come from such high volumes in, in training and, um yeah but yeah i think we learned and uh of course the this this results really motivates me to uh to come back stronger and um yeah i i think uh, i made some uh some good decisions and um, i'm looking forward to uh to come back and try it again so after this happens, how long was it before you felt healthy again? Oh, <laughs> the first time I felt uh, I felt kind of healthy again was after three weeks. Wow! Uh, so it was really really bad. Um, I got out hiking. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha! In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With friends in, in the mountains, uh, the next day I was sick again. <laughs> 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 so it's yeah, it took it took almost six weeks to uh, to recover fully. Yeah, and um, yeah, a long time. So it was it was it was really bad. I don't know what what it was, but uh, it was bad. <laughs> well, and I remember a couple of years ago, you had that that other issue that took you out for a big chunk of the season, where you were you were basically falling asleep at the pool. You were just so mm. fatigued, right? So, do you think this is associated with that at all? Or totally different. No, 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 no. Totally different. Good. Um, that uh, the, the I mean, uh, the issue you talk about was with my uh, foot injury I had at the beginning of the 2017 season, uh-huh. where I was not able to run for about three months. Um, but we can clearly see that this was a problem related to. Uh, uh, to to some uh, quicksilver and lead uh, poisoning. Yes, uh, I had back then. That's and, right. Um, That's right. Mercury poisoning. I, yeah. As a, yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as I, as we sorted out uh, the, um, that, I was able to train again, and all the the energy level was high again. And this particular thing from last year uh, in Kona, I think, it was a viral infection, mm-hmm. and. Uh, on top of that, I 
maybe I got some bacterial infection with with weak immune system on the flight back home or something. I don't know. But uh, all in all, this was a complete different story. So you're back training and you're feeling healthy again? I feel super healthy. Um, also on the on the um, mental side um, of the game, I feel really happy because uh, I started working with uh, with a mental coach because I thought uh, um, I, I, I to be honest I I felt I felt bad about it um, and I thought. Uh, the brain is the biggest muscle in our body, so yep. I definitely I need to train that as well. And um, the the guy I was uh, I am working with now, he was actually really surprised that I had never consulted any mental coach uh, before and uh, was able to win this race two times. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy to uh, to start that that new chapter and uh i think that that will help you to to be uh even even better prepared also from mental so for this year from strong mind for your goals for this year obviously kona but will it will be frankfurt where will you look to uh to race this season i don't know yet to be honest yeah um I uh, <laughs> I started working with a with a new coach um, Björn Gisman, so uh, I want to give uh, Björn the time to get to know me. We get all this this the structure, the base work uh, uh, done. So um, Frankfurt seems to be more likely the the race. I want to race because it's my home race, and um, obviously I, I did not want there, uh, so it's definitely uh, one of my biggest biggest goals to to win this race. Um, but I raced there for the last three years, and um, maybe it's also a good idea to to try something different, try a new race. Um, Maybe try to uh, and go to the, to the race in, in Austria and Klagfurt, which uh, I hear great things about, or uh, the second German race in Hamburg. Um, so I think I I will choose between these three races, and um, we we didn't we we did not decide yet which which one it will be. So now, after after having to pull out this year, Jan Frodeno wins his third title and breaks the course record. And uh, knowing you, I'm I'm assuming that listen, that's great. Jan missed a couple of years and he came back and won a title. There's no reason I can't come back and and win my third title. That's correct. That's the way I approach this. Um, there's no. Uh, there's no hard feelings about that. No. Um, records are meant to be broken, and um, I, I thought my record will be will be uh, lasting a little bit longer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, rather than one year. What the heck? Yeah, I mean, um, obviously, I I had a really really great race, and um, to to see the record fall. Uh, 
it's it's there there is no hard feeling. It's it's motivating, and uh, I I think um, it just keeps me going to uh, to go head to head with Jan because yes. um, we 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 didn't have this. I always imagined the, the kind of an iron wall race between me and Jan. Uh, that's that's what I'm really looking forward for. That's what what keeps me going. And um, I I'd be yeah really interested to see what will uh, what would happen if uh, the race falls in place that we race side by side uh, during the marathon. And um, I think that would be. Uh, that would be great and would help us to, to reach the, even the next level. So it's interesting because your two wins, uh, the first time Jan had a back issue and, and finished the race but did a lot of walking, and then the following year he hurt his hip beforehand. So And then this year you pulled out. So you guys really haven't had that type of race <laughs> where you both had exactly. your great days on the same day. That's true. There you have it. Uh, there's again the fine line between fit and aft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool. So yeah. And I'm betting it's one. What fascinates me with our sport and a lot of other sports, guys are excited when their competition is having a bad day or can't race. But I know for you knowing that Jan had run a 106 in at South Africa to win that race, uh, the 70.3 Worlds against Alistair Brownlee and uh, Javier Gomez, and, and thinking we're going to have this great race in 2018. And then when he pulled out, it wasn't you weren't excited about it. You're going, I, I want to race him at his best. And not having him in the field makes it so that doesn't happen. Yeah, you always want to race the best. That's uh, that's uh, why we uh, line up in Kona. I think um, this this race should be won by the very best. Uh, it's our holy grail in the sport. And um, if if there, yeah, it, it, then it, it just has to be the, the the pinnacle of our races. So, um, like you said. You want to race the best. You want to race the best in their peak shape. And um, you want to go head-to-head with them and all out. And that's, uh, um, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that makes the, uh, the the taste of the victory uh, even sweeter. Absolutely. So now the beat, Sebastian Keenley won in 2014. Uh, Jan won in 15 and 16. You won in 17 and 18. Jan won in 2019. The Germans have dominated the last six years of the race. Uh, and it, it doesn't, if you look at it between yourself and Sebastian and Jan, there's no reason to not think that that's going to continue. What is it? What's going on that the right now the German men are, so, and not just German men, we've got Annie Hogg winning for the women. The Germans are dominating long-distance triathlon. Why? Yeah, I'm really happy to, to see Anna winning uh, as the first German um, yep. woman, uh, which is also uh, happened really well recognized here in Germany. So she was uh, second at the Sports Person of the Year Award, and uh, Jan was second. I won the Sports Person of the Year Award last year. So um, 
actually, I think um, we are on the edge of being uh, not a sideline sport anymore. So we, we got into the big media and we, we just stepped up that, that little, little, uh, yeah, stare, if you want, and um, became um, uh, actually a famous spot. And uh, that, uh, that just, um, yeah, puts us into uh, the situation where we, uh, uh, yeah, we, we just, <laughs> we just push ourselves uh, even maybe a little bit harder and uh, you will, you, you have the great support of uh, not just the sponsors, also from federations. And yep. um, I think there's a, there's a, there's a big hype in Germany at the moment. Every race is sold out straight away. Um, the, the drums, they love Triathlon and it's getting bigger and bigger. And that's also helping the, um, the ones on the, on the top. So can you and Jan and Sebastian be friends or is it one of those things where you have to go, you know, you, you have to beat them? Is it, is it, can you be friends with people that you have to beat? I think it's a question of personality. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I work the best when um, I, have a, I have a good uh, surrounding everything is friendly. Yeah, we are friends. I chill out, blah blah blah. So everything is easy. <laughs> right. So uh, that's the way I uh, I work best. I think um, Jan and Sebi are a little bit different to that. Um, they're a little bit more aggressive than I am, and um, so I think for our active career when we are racing each other i, I don't see, see that we will um be friends in some way but um after racing i don't see <laughs> i don't see the reason why we shouldn't be why we shouldn't be uh, right. uh um, friends and, and laugh about um yeah, the the good times that we obviously have right now because it's it's great to be in the in this position to to help sport yep. to to push each other uh, to to this level where we win uh, where where we have been able to win six times in a row. It's uh, just uh, I mean we kind of make history and. Um, I imagine ourselves uh, in 10 years <laughs> sitting in a cafe after a little bike ride and just having an easy chat about uh, good old old times. And uh, I think this, this day will come. <laughs> well, it's interesting because, I mean, I, I followed during their careers, Mark Allen and Dave Scott, and they couldn't be friends. There was just no way, right? They, I remember sitting at a pro meeting before – like the 87 Ironman, and they were five feet from each other and couldn't make eye contact. And that's good. Rivalries are great for the sport. Having you and Jan and Sebastian and Alistair and Tim O'Donnell, this is a great era for the sport uh, because when you look at, especially when you look at Kona, 
the heat and wind are important, but the competi- level of competition has changed so much over the years where it's, I think it's deeper than ever before. And even from when you first came over in 2016, yeah. look at how much deeper it is now with the ITU guys coming over. Absolutely. I agree. Um, I, I also think, think um, that, that my, my run changed the dynamics of the race a little bit because um, I, I see the, the run times dropping dramatically over the last um, uh, two or three years um, where Matt Hansen, uh, he was running, I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, he, he ran a 2.36 yes. in, in Texas, yeah. if I'm right. Yep. So imagine 10 years ago, it wouldn't be wouldn't be uh, nobody imagined to, no. to be running that fast. So, um, yeah, it's it's interesting to see the, the level getting up, um, rising, and, um, yeah, maybe uh, in two or three years' time when the strong Norwegians, uh, uh, yep. they step up. <laughs> there, yep. there, there will be another uh, shift in the performance. So it's interesting to see the sport um, develop and grow, and um, to be a to be a part of it, and uh, to to have won this race two times. It's a, it's a great honor for me. You know, it's interesting is after you know after Craig Alexander won in '08 and '09, and then he got beat. In 2010, I think he still ran like a 2:41 marathon or something. But but Chris mm-hmm. McCormick and they attacked and got like eight minutes on him. He came back the following year and became a better cyclist. Wore an aero helmet for the first time. Led the group mm-hmm. on the bike because people thought he was a weak cyclist. And then he goes off and breaks the course record and wins his third title, which seems sort of like a a script that you could follow. Definitely, there's, uh, Craig Alexander has always been um, a person I, I looked up to, not just from the from his performance and from his results. I think he's uh, he's a great guy. He's, uh, he's a true gentleman in the sport, and um, he he just just uh, yeah showed how to come back strong and um, how to uh, yeah. Um, develop um, yourself um, in in uh, over a sporting career, and um, obviously we we also see uh, potential for me on the on the bike, and um, there 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 is a lot of development going on in the in the aero yep. uh, part of it, and um, of course we we train. A little bit different now, so um, I think there is also uh, room for improvement on my performance, and um, I'm still looking for for the perfect race in, in Kona. It's interesting because when I look at the big changes in the sport in Kona, um, <clears throat> your 239 obviously changed things from people running in the you know low to mid 240s. But probably a bigger change has been it used to be people went 415 to 420 on the bike, and now guys are, mm. you know, 408 to 412. And uh, the big change is, is it, people like Cam Wirth coming in and, 
and taking that bike time down. So for you to in, in to is that a big focus for you this off season is the bike? Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think um you you have to of course I I really think that there is the most of the potential in my performance is on the bike obviously yep but to which extent uh, do I weaken my my run with that right that's, that's the that's, hard that I balance that's, is the hardest part yeah exactly that's the balance um, we we need to find so um, I think you see guys winning that have a weapon you know that you really really you have to be strong and consistent in every three disciplines but you have to have one discipline that is kind of your your main weapon and your uh, uh, it, a discipline where where you are much stronger than than anyone else in the field and i think that's my my weapon is to run and I think I need to to uh, use this. So, of course, I need to up my game on the bike. But I still believe that um, I am also able to uh, run two and two and a half minutes faster on the marathon. So it's uh, it's a it's a tricky balance. And like I said, of course, I I will I will work and um, I I try my best to to. to to be the best um, balanced athlete I can be, but to ride with Cameron Worth, I will. I, I I won't be able to do it, and I don't think that I need to to ride with him, or that I need to be able to to ride a four or eight in Kona. I don't see the I don't see the point if I can um, pull out my best performance in the marathon and I run. 230, 39 or 238, I will always be in the contention to to uh, be able to win that race. So, yeah. That's very cool. It's actually funny. Years ago, <clears throat> Jürgen Zach, another German legend, his whole philosophy was, I need to take Mark Allen's legs away during the bike. I need mm. to attack, and I have to, you know, I have to shatter Mark on the bike. And Mark's line was always... Jurgen wants to win the bike ride. I'm here to win the race. <laughs> I always loved that line. I thought that was so classic. It's like, yeah, it's great to win the bike ride, but there's no yellow jersey here, right? You still have to get off and run a sub-240 marathon and win the race. I couldn't say it any better than Mark did. Yeah, it's so true. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Uh, Patrick, I can't wait to, to see you. Hopefully I'll see you sometime before Kona. And then what's nice this year is 70.3 worlds is after Kona. So nobody has to think about going to world championship, another world championship in a different part of the world a month before. Um, so people can just take that last month and just focus on Kona, which I, I think is, is really that most important time, right? That month right before. Oh yeah, yeah. It's definitely the most important time, um, and uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, also, the uh, 
the experiments that the, the Olympic athletes uh, are trying to do, like Alistair or, or Javi, yep. uh, going to the Olympics and going to Kona. And potentially um, 70.3 worlds, too. Potentially, yeah. It, it's um, Just imagine to, uh, if, uh, <laughs> if some of this guy uh, guys would be able to win all three. I know. That would be... That, I don't think that it's possible, <laughs> but uh, uh, that would be that would be uh, that'd be great amazing. for the sport. It'd be very exciting for the sport to see because I think what'll happen if you're a gold medalist, and now that Alistair and Javi, I think, I, yeah, I think both of them have qualified for Kona. Yeah. So they're both in Kona. Yeah, I think Javi won in. Yep. Uh, Javi won in Malaysia. And Alistair yeah. won down in Australia, I think. So right. those guys right. are both both in. And and I think by what they did at seventy point three worlds, they might already be qualified for next year. I'm not positive on that, but for at least the if you've got your Olympic medalist potentially coming to Kona, that would bring a lot of attention from folks who might not norm, normally be covering the World Championships in Kona. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's going to be pretty fun. It's going to be a great year. You're you're in a great era of racing, my man, with all the. All these, the, with Alistair and Javi and you and Jan and Sebastian, it's, it's really great racing and, and, and great fun, hopefully creating great media for, uh, for the sport. Oh, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's a great time. And um, at least in Germany, I can say that uh, the, the big media recognizes it. Yes. We are on the, in the main TV and uh, Love the first. It. Uh, television and um, we the, the whole race in Kona is broadcasted live. So um, yeah, no, the, the the U.S. you you have to follow. We do. <laughs> it's funny because we used to US. lead. Now we have to follow. We have to get a you know Tim O'Donnell getting second was great. Now we need a oh, yeah. you know we need a few more guys to be factors and hopefully some of our you know our Ben Canute and guys like that will will make the move oh, over. Yeah. And, and be a factor. Oh, yeah. Would love to see that. That uh, would be great. I mean, um, of course, it would be great to see an American winning again. Um, but hopefully uh, after... After I, your I career's done. Career. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick, thank you so much for taking so much time. And it's always such a pleasure to get to chat with you. And I, I can't wait to see you back in Kona next year because I think it's going to be a great one. The pleasure is all mine. Thanks for talking. <laughs> pa- Patrick Lange has been our guest again. We're brought to you by Generation You Can. Perform, workout, energize. That's generationyoucan.com. By velofix.com, the world's coolest mobile bike shops. By our Challenged Athletes Foundation. This last year, we sent out 3,260 grants, totaling $4.8 million to keep challenged athletes in the game of life through sport. To check us out, go to challengeathletes.org, and you can check out any of our interviews, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Babbittville.com. As always, endurance lives here. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.